1: Hi there, I'm Stephanie, and welcome to Vox Talk. Today we'll hear more from Jesse Springer with his Joe Cipriano interview, working on the road with Adam Fox, and also talk about a new voice acting workshop survey. First, the news.
0: The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events.
1: For the first time, radio professionals across Europe have the opportunity to participate in a pan European radio awards ceremony that recognizes the best achievements in the radio industry. There's even a special category for Best European Voiceover Artist. Entries close on October 12, 2007. Lucky winners will celebrate in Barcelona this November as part of the NAB European Radio Conference. To learn more, visit euradioawards.com. Continuing on, there's a hot new contest you can enter to flex your character voice acting muscles. Voices.com is holding a Simpsons sound-alike challenge. Just send in an MP3 impression of the Simpsons character you can perform best by August 24th, 2007 for a chance to win some fabulous prizes. Send your MP3s to Stephanie at Voices.com to qualify and may the best Springfieldite win. In closing, the Voiceover International Creative Experience, also known by the acronym VOICE, will be hosted in Los Angeles, California this year. Reserve May 18th through the 21st on your calendar now to attend the conference to meet the industry as well as the team from Voices.com. Read reviews of Voice 2007 and learn more about what you can expect from Voice at the Vox Daily blog by clicking on Conferences at blogs.voices.com slash Vox Daily.
0: The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business.
1: Today in The Biz, I'm pleased to share part two of three of Jesse Springer's interview with Joe Cipriano.
2: Thanks again, Stephanie. Yep, I'm back with part two of this interview with Joe that we're working on together here. And it's it's an honor to be with him. And uh, so let's get right back into things. Joe, you were talking last week a bit about um, your your kids and um, how you like to spend time with them. Do you know sort of what their opinions and and thoughts are on what you do for a career? Because I'm sure it's it's quite an interesting thing for them to talk about with their friends.
3: Well, as I said, my kids are older now. They're 22 and 20. Uh, but back in the day when they were in uh, grammar school and junior high school and high school, it was always fun when they, their friends would come over and I would be in the studio and maybe they would be in here while I was doing a Fox session. Um, that, that's always a kick. and of course, the schools will you know will, will ask you to maybe um, MC something, uh, some school event or do a little voiceover for something that they're doing a video presentation. So that's that's always fun because you're involved with the schools. I enjoy being uh, involved with our kids schools and um, in fact, at one point I, I built a radio station for a high school uh, in our local town when we used to live in Pacific Palisades here in California. And uh, and that was fun. It was great interacting with uh, the kids and also helping out the school. And, you know, you feel like you're giving a little something back. So uh, so that's, you know, that's fun. Yeah. And I'll, I'll bet a lot of people look up to you for
2: that. Okay. Um, working in promos where you have, you've got multiple short segments on TV every day. You make a pretty good living for yourself, obviously. But for the sake of many listeners who are not making an exclusive living in voiceovers, at least not yet, could you talk briefly about your getting started days?
3: Did you did you ever have a home studio? What kind of equipment did you use, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as when, when I started off, um I was working in radio. So I did my radio job during the day. Many times it was a, a night shift. So I would spend the off hours from radio pursuing my voiceover career. And uh, radio was a great day job to have, whether it was in the day or at night, because you were paid well to do it and it left a lot of time to pursue um, other dreams, other goals that you have. So um, I didn't have a studio in my home really until, oh, I would say uh, it was about 1984. My, my wife bought me uh, a Neumann microphone, which I'm talking into right now. I had always talked about the Neumann U87, and she bought it for me for my birthday. And she said, build a studio around it. And, uh, and I did. My dad and I actually framed out a room and built my first studio back in 1984. And, you know, work started to come in just because I had the studio. I'm a, I'm a big believer of if you build it, they will come. Um, that actually did happen for me. Um, so, you know, it was just a matter of uh, getting yourself out. Uh, looking for um, an agent, once you get an agent, being available, doing all of the auditions, getting booked. If you started to get booked, maybe you could move up and you could be with another agent who's a little bit more prominent. I'm not a big agent hopper. I was with the Tisherman agency. I started off with William Morris. I was with them for about three years. I was with Tisherman for about seven, and I've been with uh, Sutton Barth and Venari for 17 years now. You know, I, I think once you move up to a certain level and you're Um, confident that your agent is doing a good job for you, well, you just kind of settle in and and you keep going. So it's just a matter of uh, getting started, devoting the time to it. I always devoted at least one hour a day and I never missed a day for voiceover. And I think if you do that, I think if you make a concerted effort, you sit yourself down and you say, okay, today, right now for this hour, I'm working only on my voiceover career. You'll move it forward. You really will. That's some great advice
2: to close on for this special interview uh, week two with Joe Cipriano. Joe, thanks again for joining us, and we'll be back next week for the final segment. I know I've got some great questions, so be sure that you're staying tuned and staying subscribed. We'll be back in a week.
1: Stay subscribed to hear the third installment next week. Thanks, Jesse, for your continued hard work. You can let Jesse know what you think of his interview by visiting his website, jcspringer.com.
0: tech talk walking you through the technological landscape
1: this week in tech talk adam fox chats about getting the job done on the road
0: you're listening to another defiant digital podcast
4: for voices.com here's your host adam fox well hey folks and welcome to another edition of the podcast hope you've uh, all been enjoying your summers Um, boy, I can't even believe that it's August already. So let's just jump uh, right into the cast before we lose any more of this summer sun, huh? Okay, today we're going to talk about a topic that, uh, well, it's pretty relevant right now. We're going to talk about how you can take your business with you when you go on vacation. So here's the scenario. You want to get away, uh, and you've just been hammering it out and all in your studio and running around town and networking with people all year, and you got a couple of weeks or a week or... Uh, if you're lucky enough to take a couple of weeks, uh, to go and get out of town and go on vacation. But what do you do if you've really got clients that are nagging you all the time? And I hate to use the phrase nagging you, but you know, sometimes when you've got a busy production schedule and people need things now, 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 it's, it's hard for us not to uh, to see that as as an invasion on uh, uh, some personal time. I mean, let's be honest here. That's what we're all doing. We need to take that personal time, but we're also trying to keep those relationships uh, with our clients good. Uh, you know, that's They're the ones that are paying the bills and, and and uh, helping you to be able to take a vacation in the first place. So how do you keep those relationships good? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Uh, If you've got a a, a good business rolling and you've you've been fortunate enough to be able to start setting yourself up a mobile recording rig, um, that's the kind of thing you're going to want to take with you on vacation. I like to call those Bucks in a Box. So what's in your Bucks in a Box package? Okay, well, let's take a look. Well, you're going to probably end up having a laptop because you can't drag a, a big tower PC and a monitor around with you, so you've got your laptop, and of course there are so many improvements on uh, USB microphones these days that you can find uh, quite often like the, the blue brand. USB microphones, a really good um, USB microphone to be able to take with you for portability, and of course all your software that you're going to have already preloaded on your uh, notebook, a lot of uh, software licenses will allow you to, um, without buying a 5 user pack or, or some such other licensing arrangement, will allow you to also install the software and, and fully register it on your notebook computer as well. You're going to have all of the necessary evils just with a notebook and a microphone, right? Well, depending on what kind of software you use, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you've got a good compression algorithm in the software that you're currently using and you have a good mic chain built up in there you absolutely bet you can take a lot of that with you and these USB microphones will plug straight in you'll get a good flat signal which is what you're gonna want um, if you have a good mic chain and you're and you're you know very comfortable with it and it'll give you a good flat signal and uh, a lot of times I've I've known voiceover talents to actually just voice underneath a towel to give them that uh, sound blockage if their hotel room isn't uh, Um, the ideal circumstance for being able to do that, you know, traffic up and down the hallways and, you know, maybe they're in a a noisier area of town. Um, But there are a number of different uh, uh, things that you can actually bring with you. You can always roll up a uh, roll of mattress uh, insulation, believe it or not, and uh, if you're, you know, certainly can't carry that on a plane, but if you're in a car, you can certainly roll up a, a thing of mattress insulation, take that with you, and you can put that over the microphone and, and create yourself a nice little cocoon um, with your studio away from your studio. Yeah, it's, it's inexpensive, and, you know, it's certainly not taking like a full Audix sound booth with you. Um, however, that is certainly good in a crunch, and if you're getting away and you're trying to find ways to do things, you know, hey. So here we go. Now you've got your microphone, and you got your mic chain, and you're, you're voicing in your uh, hotel room, but, you know, you just can't dial that mic chain in just quite properly. So let's take it to the next level. Say you have a microphone at home in your studio that you're really familiar with and you really like a lot, and, and you just... You just can't get the sound that you want out of that little USB microphone, so you want to take your microphone with you. Well, what else are you going to need? Well, here's the deal: you can buy uh, small, compact mixers that will fit very nicely in a in a bag, uh, and also have phantom power on them, so they'll power those condenser mics for you. Uh, and you can actually grab yourself a nice little uh, your same microphone boom arm that you probably use in the studio. You can purchase a second one if it's hard to get at the um, the the boom arm in your studio behind all the cables and such and you can take that boom arm and it'll clasp right to the edge of a table uh, you set up your microphone, you then at that point have your microphone chain already set up because the software's there. If you need to take a small mic compressor with you, you can certainly do the same thing. Uh, because at this point, you're going to need some sort of a recording interface, right? And the answer to that question, of course, is, yes, you will. So, you get yourself a little M-Box and you throw that in the box. And, you know, the bag might sound like it's getting full, but it's really not. When you think about it, you have your microphone, you have your notebook... You have a boom arm that will easily fit in a trunk. If you need to fit a roll of mattress padding in there, that will also fit. And now you've got your M-Box. I mean, those things are so small, and they're also USB and FireWire compatible. So if you've got a FireWire port on your notebook computer, you're not going to be taking up any extra space there. So really, a mixer uh, added on top of it, a small little compact mixer that does phantom power, you're really still very, very portable, and you're still being able to get away on vacation. So if you take a little preparation time, you can take that stuff with you, uh, and you know, think of it as a wonderful opportunity. You get a change of pace, you get a little change of environment, uh, you still get your time that you want to, and you know, certainly I'm not suggesting that everyone take this with them. Uh, You know, your time is your own, and that's why you work hard during the year and, uh, and and have that control over when you take your vacations and, and what you do I'm simply providing some suggestions for if you're like me where you know I've got clients that really need uh, need things yesterday and they really want you to continue to remain accessible and you know you've built some some good client relationships and and they've come to trust you and uh, they're certainly not uh, you know taking I hope you're not taking anything personally by them panicking and, and needing something and I'm sure you're not I mean we're all in this business together and, and we've been doing it for a while. So So it's just, I'm merely providing some suggestions for you to be able to maintain that sound quality, be able to put together something in your, you know, your bag of bucks and uh, your bucks in a bag, however you want to phrase it, and uh, merely giving you some suggestions to be able to provide options to your clients and still be able to take that time off and not feel like when you come back, oh my gosh, I've lost a whole bunch of clients. I took off for two weeks and, you know, this client got in a pinch and they went with somebody else because, you know, the ad person wasn't going to wait. And, uh, you know, it gives you a good opportunity to just... um, Provide those options for your clients and and not provide any extra stress for yourself. It's really simple. Uh, If you think about it, then you just kind of put the thing together, what's comfortable for you and what works for you, and you take it with you and off you go. So do uh, some of you out there have bucks in a bag? Why don't you let me know if you do? You can contact me, of course, right here on the Voices.com website at adamfox.voices.com or you can hit me on the Defiant Digital website at defiantdigital.com. Go ahead and uh, send in some of your uh, suggestions and things that you may take with you. I'd love to hear them, and I'll certainly share them on the show. And I thank you guys for uh, letting me tug at your ear again for a few minutes here, and I hope you're just enjoying a wonderful summer, uh, as always. I know I say that a lot, but, you know, hey, I truly mean it. Summertime's a great time for getting out there, enjoying the weather, and and still being able to to get out there and be productive in your business as well, because, you know, Christmas is right around the corner, people, and uh, we're all going to be slammed, I'm sure. So, have a wonderful, wonderful week, and And I hope to get lots of emails and and, uh, things that I can share here on the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. So until then, bye for now.
1: Thank you, Adam. As always, you can send Adam your feedback and pod mail at adam at defiantdigital.com or drop by his website, defiantdigital.com.
0: Voxbox, sharing your audio feedback.
1: As was mentioned earlier, there's a new voice acting workshop survey out at Vox Daily for you to participate in. Let us know your opinions on what you prefer, what you're looking for, and also how important food and socialization is at these events. It only takes two minutes and your answers will assist our network of voiceover coaches and experts in planning their workshops as well as help us to better promote voice acting workshops at Voices.com. The survey is linked from the Vox Talk show notes for episode 41 at Podcasts voxtalk That brings us to the end of this episode. If you haven't yet subscribed to VoxTalk, go to podcasts.voices.com/voxtalk or track us down the Apple iTunes podcast directory to subscribe by searching for VoxTalk. See you next week.